Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey everyone, what is going on? It's the podcast 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I'm your host, Tito Guerrero, and let's jump into it. So it's another Monday motivation, motivation Mondays jumping off here. And you know, I've been uh, I've been transitioning into this new role, right? And dealing with new people, which is always exciting uh, for someone like me being an extrovert and all, <clears throat> I feed off the energy of other people. So um, it, it's kind of fun dealing with new sets of personalities and everything and because and, it really it, it fuels me, right? So needless to say, in dealing with some of these individuals, uh, already kind of, I guess, kind of spooked a few people and 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 had them you know worried because here comes a new guy gonna dictate stuff and everything um i think i've already smoothed that over in just a little over a week but the the big thing is um like i've been talking to these these guys and 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 women when i say guys i mean both right but i've been talking to them about all the different things uh we're going to be doing right and so part of you know motivation mondays right Part of the whole thing is keeping people's uh, hopes up. And mind you, um, hopefully you're listening to this more in real time. uh, So this all kind of makes sense. But um, it is, uh, I'm recording this on the 14th of March, 2020. Um, So, you know, we're we're knee deep in the COVID-19 coronavirus situation, right? And and it's, it's pretty bad, right? So, I mean... Across the country, we got, you know, pushing 2,000 cases, you know, o- over 1,500, basically. You, you got, like, 40-plus people that have already passed away. I think I heard on the news just recently it was up to about 50 now. Uh, I'm in Indiana now, and in Indiana, we got 15 confirmed cases, zero deaths so far. Um, and, you know, there's all kinds of craziness going on, people buying up toilet paper and stuff, even though... Um, no part of this has you pooping more, so don't get that, but, but it's all mindset, right? So if you see 20 people buying up all the, uh, bottled water, more than likely you're going to go buy a couple of cases too, because you're like, holy crap, everyone else is doing it. Um, not, not exactly what I want to talk about in this podcast, but I can't help but, but kind of speak on it, especially since I'm here by myself, so I don't have anyone else to talk to except you guys, but uh, the reality is, is um, it's bad, but we make it worse, right? So anyway, you guys know what you really got to do. The, the the best thing is don't touch your face and continuously wash your hands and wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. So basically sing the ABCs real slow and, you know, washing your hands is better than hand sanitizer or anything else, Clorox wipes and all that and not touching your face, Right. Don't kiss people on the face, period. No handshaking, you know, all that. But, of course, we take it to a whole nother level. So, anyway, back to, to what I was really talking about, which is, you know, motivating people and everything, and especially when there's uh, change. 
<clears throat> change can, can be rough. And people always say, oh, no, I love change. The reality is not too many people love change. Um, they're willing to endure it, and especially if the change brings about something good, right? So, you know, there's change going on because I'm a new guy and I'm bringing in a bunch of stuff that hasn't been dealt with in a while. But I have to keep in mind that, you know, the, these individuals, you know, many of which have been around for a long period of time, don't want to deal with it. So how do I keep these people motivated? So... A few things I do on my end, which is really talking them through the process, getting them to buy in, but but not just trying to persuade someone to understand and believe in anything I'm doing. It's more about explaining everything about it and them wanting to do it because it makes sense, right? Um, but But something I've been stressing to everyone is, it, it won't necessarily work right away. And especially with this COVID-19 crap, it's a pain in the butt. Because whatever you want to change now, you might not, you, you can't tell if anything's good or not. Because things are just not uh, on an even keel with what they were just a couple of months ago. So <clears throat> my big thing is, is I'm talking about my situation with work and everything else on the professional side. But the reality is all of us, right? Um what what's one of the the big things right when when um when you're pushing to do something you know so so let's say you haven't got the best grades in your english class and you know you really put some time and effort into a paper and it comes back with all these red marks on it and you get a c or whatever it may be a b minus and you really thought you had an a paper you know what does that do to you mentally it, it it's discouraging right we we get on ourselves so hard about not performing as well as we wanted to, um, not uh, um, living up to an expectation, whether it be our own or someone else's, or maybe we did or said something and 10 seconds later we wish we hadn't, right? So what I, what I want to express, and, and like I can't express it enough, is... Don't worry about that shit. Like, it happens. And one of the the hardest things um, I had to learn, and I, I definitely think, you know, people people ask me a lot about, you know, did prison make you the person you are and all this stuff? And I, I don't think so. But don't get me wrong. I learned some very valuable things in prison. And this is one of them, which is, like, when you don't have control over something... Let that shit go. I want to say that again, up and close at the mic. Like, when you don't have control over something, right? Like, someone runs into you on the freeway. You can yell and scream. You can jump out the car and fight. You could shoot the individual. You could do all kinds of craziness, right? It will not change that you got hit on the freeway by this other individual, right? My, my point is, we... We get so caught up and waste so much energy and time. So one, we, we talk about this a lot in these podcasts. You know, time is the most valuable commodity ever because you never get it back. I've been talking on this podcast now just over seven minutes. I will never get that seven minutes of my life back. And if I find out that it wasn't recording right, I just lost that. You know, it was totally wasted time. Be more focused on where you waste your time 
And understand that if you're wasting your time and you're good with it, and mind you, we're always wasting our time. I don't care what you're doing. You could be reading a book and say, I wasted that hour because I'm a slow reader. I should just listen to the book, <laughs> you know. So there's all kinds of ways we can kind of chalk it up and just say, I don't care when I waste time. The reality is, is when we want to get something done, we do care. So uh, I want you guys to think about that. Like once something's done, it's done. Like even if it had a seriously negative impact on you, why are you going to waste even more time, which is the most precious commodity, thinking and putting energy into it? And then your energy, I got to tell y'all, anyone who is in a position of authority where you really are digging into numbers, uh, putting projects together, um, uh, you're thinking more on a strategic and long-term level and you're dealing with the short-term stuff. People that deal with that, and I'm not talking down to anyone who doesn't do that. What I'm saying is I was a truck driver when I started working in nonprofit, right? And when I was a truck driver, I busted my ass. I mean, I busted my ass. I to this day, I will say any of the truck drivers back in the day when I was driving truck, none of them could touch me. Like I worked efficiently and I worked hard and I made sure at eight hours I was done and I could go home, right? But here's the thing. As hard as the work was, physically intensive work, right? I'm talking about it was like working out for like a good five hours and the other three hours might have been driving and eating lunch and stuff. But... As physically as intensive as that was, I wasn't super tired. Like, I could pull a 10-hour shift sometimes, and I'll go hang out all night, get five hours sleep, and go do it again the next day. No problem. No problem. Now, I don't do physically intensive work. You know, I'm not a physical laborer. But I'm using my brain a lot more. Not to say a truck driver doesn't. Once again, I'm not trying to belittle anyone. What I need people to understand is if you've been in the shoes and you totally get what I'm saying, if you haven't, hopefully you'll this kind of makes sense, but you mentally will fatigue yourself a lot faster than you will physically. I know it doesn't make sense, but it's just true for those of you who haven't done it. It's kind of like when you study for a test, study for a test, and then you crash out and you don't even really realize you slept for nine hours when you woke up. It's because you burnt yourself out mentally, which is a lot more draining. So that's why I say don't give up your energy on something that you have no more control over. Once it's done, it's done. You can't rewind the clock. There is no time machine. You've lost that time. And, and, and here's a trick. Even if there was a time machine, you go back, you're still wasting more time on it. So now you double, triple, quadruple wasted your time and you might still end up with the same result. So, needless to say, don't overwhelm yourself with concern and, and, and oh my God, why did this happen? It's, it happened. What are you going to do now? You know, if you really care about whatever that situation was, get back to work on it. If you don't care but you just feel bad, well, hey, stop feeling bad because you can't change it. You can't take it back. Um and most importantly, if you sit there for an hour, a day, a week, a year, worrying about that one thing, think of all the time and energy. And the energy burns you out too. Stress, 
right? We all can relate. Stress burns you the hell out. We'll make you tired. We'll make you sick. We'll all kinds of craziness. And especially in this COVID-19 time, <laughs> you don't need none of that crap. And, and when you think about it, like, oh my God, they don't have toilet paper at Costco. Okay. You have no freaking control over that. Why are you going to stress and worry about it? Like, you can think about it if you really need toilet paper. Like, uh, I need to find toilet paper. Well, if Costco don't have it, guess what? Go to Walmart. Go to Dollar Store. Go wherever you got to go. Um, so needless to say, I really want people to get when you can't control something, stop trying to. Because you'll burn yourself out. And you waste time when you could be doing something more productive. So in prison, like... For example, um, fog would come in. And in California, you know, fog can roll in pretty deep. And I was in Vacaville, not that far off from Napa, you know. And um, that fog would come in thick like pea soup, right? So if fog came in, they would cancel visiting because it's a security risk. You know, they can't really see too far. Sometimes you can see three feet in front of you. And they would shut down visiting. So here's the thing. They shut down all movement. You can't get out the cell. You can't do nothing. And you know you got a visit coming. But you can't get on the phone and let your people know, like, don't come up. Or by the time you do, you can't get to a phone. It's too late. You know, they're probably already up and visiting, being told they can't come in. I've seen people stress out to the point where they're fighting people. And I'm like, why? You have no freaking control over that. I get it. Your wife, your girlfriend, your brother, your sister, your parents, your cousin, whatever is out there and they're going through it. But you have no freaking control over that. You, There's nothing you did that did that to you. And anyone you want to get mad at, they didn't do it either. Mother Nature did it. You know, so it, it's stuff like that that really, you know, taught me like you, you got to you got to be able to let stuff go. Then. There were situations where, you know, like you need medical attention in prison and like you got to wait or they say no or, you know, give you some ibuprofen and tell you to suck it up. You know, and, and it was like I do what I could, maybe write an appeal or something. And then after that, like, let it go because you can't do anything about it. Um, and then I and don't get me wrong, I didn't do all this like right off the gate. Like, I would waste energy on it. I'd be stressed out, mad, and I would think about it all night. And, oh, man, I, I couldn't call my parents. And then maybe the next day or that night, get out the cell and get on the phone. And I'd be like, oh, man, I'm sorry. And they're like, eh, no big deal. We went and got lunch and spent some time and went and visited some friends. And here I am burning up all this energy and time, worrying about it, instead of doing something productive like trying to get my shit together so I can get out and be a productive member of society. But uh, I'm just telling y'all, um, we waste so much time doing stupid stuff, right? And and then we complain that we couldn't get something done when in reality, we just had to go do it. Um, and here's the thing, when you push through that stuff, when you just push through you'll start realizing how, how many more opportunities you open up for yourself um, to get to wherever you're trying to be, right? So, um, like like case in point, today I was, uh, I just started getting back in the gym and everything and, and I, I couldn't really sleep last night and so I, I slept in a little bit this morning 
And then I told myself, I'm not going to allow myself to eat or do nothing until I go to the gym. And I went and worked out for like an hour and a half and it felt really good. And then I realized, I'm like, man, it's already like five o'clock. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, well, I went and did some work and stuff and came back, but it felt really good to, instead of making excuses and like, oh, it's raining outside. Oh, it's, you know, there's COVID-19 and like, I could have made 38 excuses why it's better to just stay my butt in my little Airbnb and, and not do anything. But I did it and I feel so much better about it. Um, and now I'm taking some of this time, you know, to go ahead and knock out this podcast. Um, but be mindful because there are things that we think we can control, right? So let me give you an example. Maybe uh, someone we care about um, is like people people can be kind of mean, evil, dumb, whatever you want to call it. Right. They know they, they hold influence over us because we care about them. If we didn't care, then they could do or say whatever they want. And we'd just be like, whatever. Right. But sometimes people kind of and I don't always think it's intentional, you know, but they do it. They'll say things or do things that make you feel some kind of way or make you feel like you did something wrong. So now you're trying to fix it. But the whole thing is, is they're doing it to upset you, right? And these these sometimes are people that we love and love with and everything else. And they might not 100% mean it or they might mean it because they're mad at you today, but not as bad as you're probably taking it. Or... They're toxic people, and those are people that you have to understand if they're always doing that to you, get them the hell out of your life. But needless to say, when someone does something and is like, I don't want to talk to you, if you sit there and get stressed out and can't focus on things, then you've given that person too much power, right? Um, you need to be able to disconnect and be like, oh, you want to be mad? Okay. You know, even if I feel guilty about it, you don't want to talk to me. Cool. Let me go get myself together and do something positive. And a lot of times, I hate to say it, when you do that, the other person will then go, hey, what are you doing being all happy over there? <laughs> well, hey, I'm sorry. It didn't make any sense for two of us to be depressed. And I already told you, sorry, you don't want to listen. Oh, well. So, so and, and mind you, those things are out of your control because no matter how much we think we can change someone's mind or make them see the light or any of that, you can't. They're going to do what they want to do. So once again, do what's what's right. But at the same time, once you hit that wall, understand that you're done for now and don't waste your time and your energy on it. Now, I'm not telling you don't work out your differences with your husband or wife or whatever. But what I'm telling you is you got to at some point get that understanding that, hey, I'm not going to sit here and both of us be stuck in the mud. Like we got other stuff we got to do. Uh, for the most part, all of us um, got things that we could do to better ourselves, better our situation or whatever. So I just want you guys to keep in mind um, let go of things that you have no control over. And and when I say let go, I mean, like, understand your thought, your worries, your stress. If it's something you have no control over, it won't change it. And the sooner you realize you can't change it, the the more energy, the more focus you'll have on things that you can affect change on. 
Um, and I'll, I'll roll it back to prison one last time. When the two times I went to ADSEG, the whole administrative segregation, um, you know, you, you don't have anything in there. Um, and the things you do end up getting if you're there long enough, eh, very few and far between. You might get a little bit of canteen. You know, you might get some books or some magazines if someone sends you some stuff. You really don't have anything, though. Now, people stress out. People freaking lose their minds up in there. And don't get me wrong. Like, the first time I went, I was lucky that I went with my celly. So, at least I had someone to talk to. But these dudes were in there banging on doors and yelling and screaming and putting, you know, feces, putting shit on the windows. Like, all kinds of just craziness, right? Like, literally going mad. Because they just, they, they couldn't let go of the fact that they didn't have control over that, right? Like, they, they probably had control on whether they went there or not. But once they got in there, you're, you're locked up. There's no way to get out. You know what I mean? There's no way to get anything extra. You can fish for stuff and all that. And I'll do some podcasts on all that fun junk. But the reality is, is you're stuck. You can work out. You can sleep. You, if you, if they give you your little pencil and some paper, like you could draw, but you just need to suck it up, meditate, do whatever you got to do. And, and it was a real humbling experience for me. The two times I went, um, because it taught me like, you can strip me, like literally strip me (laughs) naked, take everything, my chain, everything. And, and I can be okay. Like, don't get me wrong, it's been 11 years since I've been in prison. Do I ever want to go through that situation again? Hell no. But what I'm saying is, if if your mind is right, all that other, like, you guys have probably heard this a lot. Like, I was in prison, but my mind was free. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, my last three to five years, heavier on the last three, yeah, my mind was free. Like, I don't, I was in the hole, I was wherever, it didn't matter. My mindset was, I am free and I am liberated of any restraints, regardless of what the physical reality is. So, anyway, uh, I don't jumped all over the map on this one. I hope I didn't bore anyone. Keep your mind straight. Keep your life right. Don't forget, let go of shit that you have no control over. It will not help you. It will only hurt you. And remember to focus your energy and give yourself time to have a break. Anyway, this is Tito. Love y'all. See you next time.